Welcome to the Sound Mind Podcast, where I invite interesting guests from the music field and discuss with them topics such as musical and personal growth, pursuing excellence and self-talk, body and mind maintenance, practice and work routines, music business and more. I'm your host, Mikhail Krustel, and welcome to the Sound Mind Podcast. Hello, dear listeners and viewers. On today's episode, my guest is Miroslav Tadic. He is a world-renowned guitar player and a composer. To me personally, he is a huge inspiration when it comes to guitar playing and incorporating tradition into your own music. Not many people are aware, but he's also an incredible guitar luthier. And during our conversation today, he'll also present one of his instruments that he's currently building. Along that, he will also share his pre-concert routine, his warm-up routine. He will share his story, how his musical journey began, and we are going to be discussing dealing with life's challenges and much more. So I really think that you're going to enjoy this one. And uh, yeah, I hope that you enjoy and have fun. Hello, dear Miroslav, and uh, thank you so much that you have responded uh, to be a part of this podcast. And uh, yeah, I really want to welcome welcome you here. Thank you. I'm I'm uh, very happy to be here. Yeah, and um, the first thing I want to mention is uh, that I want to thank you also for all the inspiration that you have been uh, to to my playing to me uh as a as a guitar player and and i just am so inspired every time i see like right yesterday i saw another one of your videos where you're playing with uh with a violin a player uh yvette uh holdsworth, holdsworth. yvette holdsworth yes exactly another wow such a such a fantastic and phenomenal uh, performance very delicate and and you've always been such a huge inspiration in regard to sound and and not only that but the respect to music i always felt that the music was in the forefront when you were playing it like it nothing was music was never compromised and you you paid so much respect and with whoever you played at least in my opinion when i saw your performances you also were so assertive to the sound and you gave just the right thing to the music uh, and provided so that the space was created as complete as possible plus the energy like it, it flows so seamlessly through your instrument through your body to the audience and and i'm just a, a huge fan and i cannot tell you how much i appreciate for what you've done uh, for music well, I mean that's very kind. I mean it's it's a, a, a wonderful compliment, and and it means a lot to me, you know, to you know that it's inspiring to 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 other musicians, uh, you know, just like how I was inspired. I mean, I'm and of course I'm still inspired by, uh, you know, by by great masters, and I'm inspired also by by younger people and by my students, and you know, it's 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 really important, you know, this in this age when we are, you know, on Zoom and on video and everything, you know, this kind of human uh, transmission of knowledge and of inspiration, I think is, is incredibly important. And, 
And yeah, it's a big compliment for me, what you're saying, uh, because that's really what I do. You know, I don't, I, you know, I, 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 I feel comfortable being a soloist, but, but I really like to provide uh, um, the kind of environment for, for other musicians where they can really uh, uh, shine, you know, and, and I've been very, uh, very lucky since I was very young to play with amazing musicians, you know, and so uh, I really enjoyed the, the, the role of, of supporting the, the role of accompanist, um, uh, maybe even more than, you know, being sort of like in, in front. Mm. Yeah, because you did so many collaborations, like, uh, I mean, for the ones that I am also uh, really uh, affected by, the collaboration with Vladko Stefanovsky, the, also the Teofilovic brothers, which I also had the privilege to hop in for a, mm -hmm. a few concerts, that was also uh, fantastic. Um, but uh, I also... Uh, was listening, of course, to your solo music. And I think my most listened uh, your solo uh, performance recorded was um, Ona Sebudi. That oh. one is just such a... Oh, it, it's such a treat, man, honestly. And the first time I heard it was in Rotterdam. I used to work in a, in a restaurant there when I was studying. And uh, when we would be cleaning up the, the kitchen, the chef would, uh, he's also Serbian, by the way, he would put mm -hmm. on, uh, we would listen to some cool music and he was like, man, listen to this, you know, and then we just stopped for a, a second <laughs> and we would just listen to doom, do, 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 do. Oh. So that was also my morning singing here. <laughs> but yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. That's so interesting. I was just actually... You know, I don't. I, I haven't played it for a while. I was just reviewing it the other day. I played it for for a friend of mine who's never heard it before, and who is he's Chinese New Zealand person. You know, it's like has no has never has no idea who is a Charlo Acrobata or nothing. Yeah. You know, and I just played. You know, we were trying out some guitars, and I was and I played it for him a little bit, and he was like, he was totally fascinated. You know, so yeah, it's interesting. You know, that was very. Uh, very uh, um, sort of informal thing, you know, I was making, I just made this solo record called Mirina, which really was never meant to be uh, issued, you know, I made it for my friends, you know, because I have I have a house in, in on a small island in Croatia, and, um, and uh, you know, because I'm only there in the summer, then when I came back to America, then my, my friends were telling me, oh, you know, we really miss your playing, uh, you know, and so I, you know, I recorded on some really very, uh, uh, not very professional equipment at my home. You know, I recorded a bunch of pieces and then, and then they were playing it uh, for their friends. You know, I just told them, you know, don't, you know, it's, this is just like for us, you don't, you know, don't let people make copies and so on. And they said, you know, we just have, you know, we can't. Uh, uh, you know, the, uh, defend ourselves from everybody who everybody's saying, how, you know, how could I get this, you know? And then Croatia Records somehow got got the, the word of it. And then I remember it was actually, um, I recorded, you know, maybe a half hour of music and I thought, mm, you know what, you know, I'd like maybe to record a few more pieces. And be, because uh, uh, 
some of my friends, usually when we are there, you know, there's a friend of mine, Danko Rabrenovich, who is very, very interesting, also musician and, and, uh, and a comedian. He likes, we like to play that song together. So I thought, oh yeah, so it's like, it's one of the things that connected us. And, and then I made, I realized, oh, you can play this melody all in natural harmonics. Right. And, um, and you know, it's not like how you usually think about it. You know, you think, oh, it's like, sort of like this kind of punk ska things, you know, you're, you're not thinking in terms of this kind of delicate sound, you know, and, um, and yeah, and it just kind of happened. And, and I thought, wow, you know, that's pretty cool. And then I recorded it and it's not, you know, I'm, it was really just recorded in a room somewhere, but it's, it's it really sounds really nice. I, I was just listening to it yesterday. I usually don't listen to my recordings. And I thought, wow, you know, that really, I mean, it's a good idea, of course, but also the sound of that recording is really nice. I'm, I'm very happy. You know, I'm happy when I listen to something I did maybe like 10 years ago, and it's like, hmm, well, that's, that's really good. You know, I, you know. I don't want to, you know, some people say, oh, you know, I wish I did it like this, or, oh, if I did it now, it's like, yeah, that's it, you know, it's done. Yeah, 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 it's, it's really, uh, it, I, th I think that's also something to just accept the, the music that it was uh, recorded, and especially after, like you said, 10 years, when you listen back, and you're like, wow, sounds pretty interesting still to me, and I enjoy it. And you were mentioning also something about um, playing guitars. And I'm not sure if people listening know that uh, many know you mostly from your musical endeavors, but you're also a serious, uh, serious when it comes to uh, guitar uh, building and uh, being a, a luthier. And uh, it's not just... Um, just guitars but you also like made electrical violins and baritone guitars and bass guitars fretless and uh i've checked the arsenal um and it's it feels like it's every guitar is an artwork it feels like so much um effort is put also the, to the design and that and it's just mind-blowing can you share what guitar building means to you because yeah it, it really struck me yeah yeah uh you know thanks for asking that you know because it means a lot to me you know it, it's um it's it's something that that makes a balance in my in my life um you know it's still connected to music and to guitar but it's also connected to completely different things you know I've, since i was very young you know i i was always like interested in you know, fixing things and, 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 you know, just like to do things with my hands. And, um, so now it's long time ago, you know, now it's like, uh, uh, I think in 2001, I started actually making guitars before that I was making some pedals and, and, uh, you know, just cables or, or, you know, smaller things like that. And, um, it, it really, um, you know, for me, it's sort of a for, form of meditation, for one thing. And it's also, what's interesting for me is, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I've, uh, I've taught guitar since I was 17 years old, you know, so I've been a teacher for a really, really long time. Uh, and, and so to be, you know, now already I'm in my 60s, you know, and to be, a student again of something, you know, you know, because I'm learning about building guitars and I'm, I'm very, um, 
I'm, I'm very, very curious about it. And um, the level of Luthery today is, is, is truly amazing. You know, people who only build instruments are just, uh, it's amazing. It's like a golden age of, of instrument building now, you know. So there are people who are, who are much, much, much more advanced, you know. So I feel, you know, really... You know, I feel like I'm making instruments that that are that are very good. You know, but still, you know, there's so much more to learn, and uh, so that's inter that's interesting for me because, like, you know, I'll be teaching people like in the afternoon, and then at night I would come and I would be like a student. Uh, you know, so that that's an interesting dynamic, and then also I just really love, you know, working with wood and working with material because we are. There are so many digital things now, you know, everything is, you know, digital and the screens and the plastic and everything. And, and, um, and a lot of it is not real. You know, it's like where you make something in Photoshop, you make, you know, you write something in Word or you, or, you know, even like you're mixing music in some kind of digital domain. And, uh, and so to be working with materials and to be working, I work a lot with simple hand tools and to, to connect to, you know, a tradition of thousands of years of people, you know, making things, you know, and building tools and, and, and finding materials around them and then using the materials. It's very, very, uh, it's exciting for me. And it's very important. It's very important. It's, it's, uh, um, as important as, as, you know, as food, as, as exercise, as, as, as a, a part of balance. And, um, you know, I never had any big ambitions about it, but, but, but at this point I have many really great musicians who are actually playing my instruments, you know? So I have all of a sudden something that I never planned is like, I have an expression in a in a different medium, you know. So it's like you 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 make a contact with with a musician, and and because I'm a musician, I have I have a real understanding of it. You know, it, uh, you know, a, a, a professional luthier is 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 much higher level of skill and craftsmanship, but but they're usually not really uh, 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 dedicated musicians. You know, so I understand a little more from the inside. Uh, uh, you know that other person. You know what? It, it's about the sound. It's about the comfort. It's about the 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 you know how the instrument fits to their body, the material, and so on. And so so it's become all of it's it, now. It has become a a part of my expression. You know you know the you know just like music, um, and uh, some. I mean I, I mean I was just in uh, like ten minutes before until ten minutes before uh, we were. Um, starting, I was in the in the shop. You know, I'm making I'm making I'm making my number sixty one is my sixty sixty first instrument, which is you know it's pretty good. It's a pretty good uh, experience. It's almost almost one instrument for every year of my life. Wow! Soon soon I will come soon I will come to that. And then also you know you mentioned every instrument is different, and you know I've built baritone guitars and I build guitars with you know, seven strings and with eight strings and acoustic and electric, I have a great advantage that this is not my profession, you know, so I don't have to think, oh, you know, am I going to be able to sell this? You know, it's like, I don't care. You know, I just want to make an instrument, you know, and or if I'm making it for, for a friend, 
you know, I'm not thinking, you know, how much profit do I need to make or whatever. So unfortunately, you know, the, the great builders, they don't have, they don't have such uh, freedom because they have to think about the market and they have to think about the customers and, and, and things like that. So, <clears throat> so for me, it's a playground, you know, it's really, it's, it's something where um, I also have a lot of power because I can think, you know, I, I, if I can, I, I think about some guitar, whatever, you know, that has, you know, 11 strings or that has like five pickups or that has three necks or whatever, you know, I, I, I can figure out how to make it, you know. So so it's it's pretty exciting uh, uh, part of my life for sure. Mm. And what is this 61st guitar? Uh, uh, how What is it? Like, wh what are you? Um, is it a classical guitar or... <laughs> It's a good question. It's something, you know, I've been, uh, for a while I didn't want to build acoustic guitars because I knew that that was really going to occupy me. And it was dangerous for me because I was afraid that it was really going to interfere with my feet, with my practicing, you know, uh, uh, mentally, you know, because it's like if you're building, you know, especially acoustic instrument, it's like you're, you, you know, I'm thinking about it all the time. You know, I'm thinking about the internal architecture of the instrument i'm thinking about the materials i'm thinking about the, the procedures how to make it but at a certain point i just started making i just said okay i gotta do it so i concentrated on making uh, uh, nylon string guitars you know i made i made some uh flamenco flamenco guitars i made several baritone guitars uh i made um some more more classical guitars, you know, a, a little more. You know, I like to. I like for for me personally, I like to be right in the middle between like a classical and flamenco. You know, because I don't really play strictly classical music. I like something that's a little more a sound that is a little more sort of rustic and and folkloric. But also, you know, it need. You know, I come out of classical background, so I like also to be able to play something that that is you know very refined sounding. Um, and 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 you know i i really love to play electric guitar and i love to play classical or flamenco guitar nylon string guitar but i've never really been i've never had a really strong relationship with steel string guitar you know i've played it um but i've usually used it more for color and and so on and i i, I never felt like i have like a real strong connection with that instrument uh and uh and and then recently i started thinking about how i can make a steel string guitar but that is more something to to my liking something that i could actually relate to better than a traditional okay like a martin or a taylor or something like this and so so i decided to build a a, a steel string guitar that, that you know that is constructed properly but that would be more like a classical size body and that would be more based on on uh, uh aesthetics of sound of of a classical guitar so that would be more something that is that is more counterpoint based and uh and something that would feel physically also closer to a classical guitar so it would have a wider neck maybe it would it would have a, a, a flatter fingerboard and so on and uh, and so I made one, and it and it turned out pretty good. I'm actually very happy with it. It was one of those things like I had no idea how it was going to be, and uh, and it turned out 
very nice. It's very exciting to play it because it's it it has it has a, a, a special sound, and uh, and so, and so immediately I, I decided to make another one because you know when you make one guitar you can't just make one you know you you learn things from it, and so so now I'm I'm in the process of making my that second steel string guitar that's even closer it's more it's closer to classical by by construction, so that's a long answer to your question right there. Wow. Yeah, it's because I was. It's also funny how things sometimes connect. I'm also in the process of now searching for a uh, an acoustic guitar because I usually play classical, and this uh -huh. is exactly uh, something. What I'm the question that I'm dealing with is exactly what you've answered right now. Like to get still the elements of a. Uh, classical guitar and and you know that the, the sound still inspires uh, in in the same sense as classical does so that you get that on right. the acoustic so um, I hope that some uh, videos and some uh, something will be uh, uploaded so maybe I can then order uh... <laughs> you know, you yeah you get on the waiting list uh, there are already there are already people you know it, it's funny I mean it's right it's right here you know you know that I can you know I haven't I haven't done any any actual recordings of it but but the one I can show it to you if you want please me, do oh please do it, please it's do. close. Yeah, so this is the one that is finished. Oh. So look at it. Ooh. See, it's a it's a classical headstock, but it's a, you know steel strings, of course. Oh. And, it, and it's made of padauk. And you know, this is a, a spruce, of course. And it's an old old style bridge, like all the uh, guitars from 20s and 30s. And um and also the 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 thickness of the fret is also uh, the this yeah, yeah the fingerboard is very much like classical yeah yeah so it, for me it feels really you know if i take it you know if i play anything you know that i play on nylon string it feels it feels very you know it's like almost like no no change and also i was experimenting this is fretless see you see yeah. this part here is fretless so it was just for oh too bad this cannot be heard so well oh wait a minute i tell you i think maybe now you'll hear it a little bit better yes The fretless bit. But probably I would make it the whole fretless. It's it's too it's it's too little up here. But yeah, yeah it's uh it's nice, you know, and I make all of them now with this uh yeah. uh because it's very good for um, for the player because you get a better uh, more realistic sound. And it's good if you're playing uh, uh, with another instrument acoustically, like with violin or flute, because they can't hear guitar very well because it's going 
out there, but if they're on on this side of you from from this, they can hear much better. So, and so a, lot of, a lot of luthiers are now are, are using these uh, side side ports. Yeah, and it does not compromise the sound of the guitar. Not at all. No, I mean there have been you know I've been reading a lot of of literature. There are people who are like. You know, I'm not very scientific about it at all, and I don't, you know, I don't like to, you know, there are people who love just to sit and compare the guitars and take notes and everything. I don't, I don't have a lot of patience for that, but, but, but I've read, you know, they, they did a lot of tests and blindfold tests and everything, you know, because you can just close it, you know, no, no big deal, you know, you can make a thing where you can close it, um, but apparently it doesn't make difference in front of the guitar, but it makes a big difference for, for the player. Because the player hears um, a, a more realistic sound, you know. Because uh, because when when you're playing, you're actually behind the instrument. You you're not in 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 the same place as the as the audience. Yeah. Um, you've also talked before <clears throat> about the contrast of uh, playing as a soloist and as a uh, part of. Uh, setting and I'm curious about the mindset. Is there a different mindset to it uh, when you think or when you perform either solo or um, as a part of uh, either a duo or a different setup? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, there, there, the, the. the uh, it depends how you define mindset. You know, mindset is different every time you play. You know, it's not, it's whether you're playing alone. You know, it's a different if you're playing alone in in a small room for 10 people and it's enough, uh, uh, or if you're playing in a concert hall for 200 people, acoustic, or if you're playing for 2,000 people with a microphone and there's television cameras and stuff like that. You know, it's it's a... It's 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 a lot of different situations, even with solo, and then with you know with the with the when you're playing with other people, you know it's it's um, you know it's it's who you're playing with, it's 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 you know technical things, you know how well do you hear them, how well do you see them, you know how is the room, you know you're you're relating to all of those things every time that you play, uh, so so I think. Uh, rather than having a mindset, it's more like having an open mind for 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 a situation because you really need to to deal with uh, you know unexpected things all the time you know because the the you know the performance conditions are are always different you know sometimes you think it's going to be perfect, you know, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's the right size hall and you got a good sound person and everything is full and you're feeling good. And, and then you go out and some, you know, something's not right. And you, so you have to deal with that. Um, or other times, you know, you think, oh, you know, this is going to be hard. And then it's all of a sudden, it's just like everything feels light and everything, everything feels possible, you know? So, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, for me, if I can put it to words, it's like it, it, it has to do with energy. You know, it's like the, the, the energy, the balance of energy, the energy of the room, the energy of the audience, the energy of people that you're playing with, or if you're not playing with people, you're, you're with yourself. You know, there's always a relationship going on, right? So 
the things that are similar between solo playing and between playing with uh, and playing with people is that if I'm playing solo, you know, there is a relationship to to the audience. If I'm playing with with uh, with people, then it's a relationship to that to the other musicians and to the audience. So it's a little more complex, but ultimately it's these kinds of relationships that are happening. You know, because it's not you know you're not playing for yourself. Um, you know, you're you are you're you're always interacting. You know, so so it's different types of interaction, and I think uh, having flexibility is really important. Um, you know, one important difference with, between playing solo is that you know I improvise a lot, whether I'm playing with somebody or or by myself. But when you're solo, it's like you are. You you have to provide everything. You know, you have to provide the ideas. So if like if you're, you know, if you're in, you know, in a place where you where you just kind of feel st stuck a little bit or lost a little bit, you you have to pull yourself out. You know, when you're playing with somebody else, you know, they'll throw something at you and boom, you know, it's like you're, you know, and, and you will do the same thing for them. You know, so it's a little more of a lonely kind of. Uh, uh, place when you're when you're alone but you know but but when when it's really good you know it's very special you know when when, when it's just you and the audience but it's very rare you know i was i was watching um i watched it many times there is a there is a, a, a paco de lucia uh documentary where he talks about it you know i mean you're talking i mean this guy every time you see him is like it's amazing and he and he talks about how rare it is for him when he feels like the things are really happening, you know, and it is rare, you know, but when it happens, it's, it really is special. And do you also have a, <clears throat> like, what is your pre-concert routine? Like just, for example, just before going on stage, I'm curious about that. Well, you know, it has to do with flexibility also, you know, because if, you know, if you are, you know, you need a certain kind of routine, you know, and you are in some city and like 10 minutes before the concert, a friend of yours from elementary school shows up that you haven't seen for 30 years and comes into the dressing room and you need to concentrate. It's like, okay, now you have to deal with this situation. You know, you I'm not just going to say, hey, it's, Hey, go away, you know, because I have to, con you, you know what I mean? It's like, um, uh, you know, there is ideal situations, of course. I mean, I really like, you know, I really don't like to, to, to be disturbed before the performance. You know, I like just to, you know, it doesn't mean that I necessarily have a routine that I, you know, that I'll meditate or that I'll do certain kinds of exercises or something like that. It will be different at different times, you know, but I like not to have, Uh, in, in interference, you know, in the space, you know, I like to have the respect for that space, but it's, you know, at least half of the time, you know, it's it's impossible, you know, for it to happen. Um, it, it could be, you know, some people really insist on that, you know, if you're Keith Jarrett, you're going to get exactly what you want, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, it, it's not so important for me. Uh, you know, what's more important is to be flexible and, and, and to have a, s a certain amount that, 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 that you try always, always to have, you know, uh, I like to, uh, 
Um, you know, I like to be with my instrument, but I don't like to, you know, I don't like to, to, to practice anything strenuous at all, you know, no, nothing fast or anything, just like to, you know, to be in contact with the instrument. Vladko, for example, I mean, he'll be going, I mean, just like, really, really like, you know, very, you know, fast, energetic kind of playing right before going out on stage, you know, and he has that, he, you know, he has that, he has a different energy. And, and, you know, I need more of like, you know, just some, some, some space, but I like to be, you know, I like to be with, with my instrument. And so sometimes it's a compromise, you know, maybe somebody, somebody's in the room and they're asking you something or they're talking or something. And so if I'm with the instrument, I'll talk with them, you know, but I'll, I'll still want to, 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 to have that with me. I also like, uh, not, not to eat a lot, but I need something, you know, I need a banana. For me, it's like, this is the most important thing is I have to have a banana in the dressing room. Okay, that's like my requirement. You know, some people have these big lists of uh, everything that they want to have. I need to have some bananas. Uh, so, you know, let's say maybe if I've eaten, if I've not eaten, you know, sometimes you're traveling, you're arriving from somewhere, you didn't have time to eat or whatever. You know, but for me, I know if I, if I have that, I'll get through the concert. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. And <clears throat> uh, I also have a similar... Uh, thing or uh, so now I became more flexible before like you were talking you know before the concert kind of making my mental space to go on stage um, especially if I'm solo then I'm a bit more strict um, but it, it what it used to happen that I just wanted to be completely closed down and not let anyone inside but that was just I noticed now that that was coming from fear of failure, like that I would change something in my routine before the concert and that then I would disappoint people or therefore I would play less good, no, no, no. But then I I allowed it once. I was like, okay, let's, let's test it. You know, it's okay. Probably it won't be that bad. I played at home. It works. So should be okay. And I don't know, like I had these love, not intense conversations, but just like, hi, some kindness or something. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you know, a friend that you haven't seen for long comes by. And it it, it was a great show. I, it was a great show. Like it didn't take anything away. Maybe it even connected me more to the audience because I knew that people could come to see me that care for me. And then I have to say that it was uh, actually about... Um, it was working beneficially, you know? So if, if, like you said, you know, if friends come, if people close to your heart come, let the, I, I, I now invite them. If they want, they may, you know, like it's, it's okay. Like I noodle a little bit or connect and, um, that's completely, uh, that's completely fine with me now. Um, yeah. And, um, you are also a, a teacher. And I'm curious, what does, what do you think of teaching in, in sense of what makes you a good teacher? What do you think that makes you a good teacher? Well, I, I, I hope, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, teaching is a very individual thing, in my opinion, you know, which means that you're not a good teacher for everybody. 
the you know the main thing uh, for me personally and also I'm very lucky to to work at a school which also has the same philosophy is that uh, that you have to treat everybody as a, as an individual so therefore I don't have a program I don't have like okay you, what your first year okay so this is what you're gonna do this 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 and that it's it, it's not like that you know because and I understand there are people who need that and and there are teachers who are really good at that uh, you know who have a program and you know you know what it is and you have a certain goals that you need to to uh, um, that, that that are very tangible well I don't I don't really have goals that are that are tangible as uh, uh, in terms of a student you know it's like okay let's say everybody you know you need to be able to read you know at, at this level you need to have gone through these etudes in your first year and in the second year these etudes and you need to have played this repertoire or whatever because all my students are different you know some 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 of them only play their own music you know some of them are improvisers some of them are not improvisers you know some of them um, are uh, you know come out of classical techniques some of them come out of like a shredding electric technique or whatever you know it's it's very very different you know so every student for me is like a like a blank canvas and um, I teach at a school that has several teachers and and our philosophy is that we like for each student to spend some time with each one of us you know so we don't have this possessive thing which is more European, you know, in the class of so-and-so. Uh, and, and I think that that's very healthy, you know, because really, you know, if, if, if uh, you know, I've had students who go four years to graduate and then you, you, you get your master's degree, it's two more years, six years. I mean, you know, if I, if I have to take six years to, to, to teach somebody, you know, what I know, I mean, I can teach you everything that I know, like in 45 minutes to maybe two hours maximum. And then the rest of the time, I just have to remind you of all those things that I told you in, in those specific situations. So I think a year or two with a teacher is, is optimum. And then studying with somebody else. When I studied, you know, I had, I had, a, I had a very good teacher. Um, but after several years, I, and he was the only guitar teacher, you know, so, and so then one year I studied with the, with the oboe teacher, you know, so they don't, you know, they don't know anything, you know, they don't know anything about guitar. So it's like, they go, well, you know, I don't hear, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're losing that melody there, you know, or, you know, that inner voice is what happened with the inner voice and the guitar player will, you know, for them, it's normal that that there are certain um, flaws in 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 the technique or in the instrument. Well, for other people, it's just like they're just listening to music, and it's like, hey, what happened? You know, what happened with that bass note or whatever? You know. So I studied with a cello teacher, I studied with a piano teacher, and I studied with an oboe teacher, uh, and this was very, you know, this this was very very helpful. And so I I you know I like for my students also to you know to 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 work with that for sure with other guitar teachers and 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 with other musicians you know because they hear our instrument differently well and how come an oboe like how uh, what how come you well it just have it was a teacher named alan vogel who was a, he was a really a, a, a fantastic musician or he was somebody who was very i was very interested in baroque music at that time when, when i was a student and, and he was a, a 
specialist for uh, a Bach specialist also I mean he knew the keyboard and and figured bass and everything also and uh, so it wasn't so it didn't have to do with the instrument specifically it had to do with the person you know with the with the musician uh, and uh, yeah yeah that was that that was very very helpful and uh, you mentioned that you started teaching already at 17 and how how early did you actually start did you pick up the guitar uh, and then when did you decide wow this is the thing i want to do especially in those times yeah well you know i didn't i didn't start uh, very early you know i started playing guitar I mean, there was always a guitar in the house. My, my father played guitar, you know, but he he was not he was not a a, a a professional musician or or you know he 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 sang very well and he accompanied himself in those old songs, you know, the old uh, 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 Russian gypsy songs and Hungarian songs and these kind of songs of of their generation, you know. And and there was always a guitar in the house, you know, but they never they never had any ambitions for me. And, uh, you know, so I knew a, a few little things, but it's only maybe when I was like 12 or, or something like that, 12 or 13, that I started, you know, you know, playing every day and then learning, you know, just doing the normal thing that, that you people usually do with guitar. I didn't start with classical, you know, I just wanted to learn, you know, some, you know, like Beatles songs and Neil Young and, and things like that. And then, then maybe when I was... Uh, when when I was about fifteen, you know, I started. I I felt r restricted by these like just songs and chords and so on, and I started I started uh, learning some classical music, you know, and and I learned how to read. Or I knew how to read music, you know, because we learned in the elementary school, which was amazing. Uh, but uh, but I didn't know how to read on guitar. So then I learned how to read, and I you know so so it was completely self-taught classical. And then I then I started uh, actually taking lessons. And then and then at a certain point, just like what you said, maybe I think when I was about sixteen or so, I thought, hey, I could actually do this, you know, and I don't have to go to regular high school. I can go to music high school right and uh and so i switched you know I, you know because i you know i didn't like mathematics and these things you know and i thought well you know you could just have a few normal subjects just the language and and a few few things and then you can have music you know and so that's you know that that was that was when i when i uh switched to to a, a, a middle music school like a conservatory and then i uh, you know, and then at that point, you know, it was already, you know, I, I knew how to do, how to play well that I could, you know, when I say I started teaching at 17, you know, I was giving like lessons to kids, you know, just learn, teaching them songs and things like that, you know. Um, so, yeah, and then I, I um, we had the, we had this summer music camp in, in Istria, in Groznian, uh, and uh you know, I I went there. You know, my you know a group of my friends. You know, all of the you know my generation of people who have become you know serious professional players. We were going, we were going there, and we were getting all of the the information. 
and then I and and uh, then I started studying with one of my Ita with one of the Italian teachers. I went and I studied in conservatory in Ferrara, and then, you know, through some private uh, circumstances, I I actually ended up studying here in America. You know, studying in at, at the school where I'm where I'm now teaching. Wow, and um, do you? Because you've been living now abroad uh, for how many years? I've I have uh, lived in Los Angeles since 1979, so this makes it 45 years. Huh. 45 years. Yeah, I left I left Yugoslavia when I was not, uh, 18 years old. Mm. But you know, I go. You know, I I I go. Uh, you know, since since uh, a long time ago, you know, I, I you know, ever since you know, I had I could afford to you know to to buy a, a plane ticket back. You know, I, I I was going back, and then since you know, since uh, uh, you know the the late eighties when I started recording in Germany, and and then uh, uh, you know, then when I started you know working with the. Um, with Dusan Bogdanovic and then with with the Vojn Drashkoci and then when I met Vlatko, you know, then then you know I've I've had sort of like a separate music career in you know in the former Yugoslavia. So it's been a really a, a very I mean I'm very happy how everything has turned out. You know, it, you couldn't plan a life like that. You know. Yeah, ne neither to be a guitar luthier by accident, right? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you sometimes consider, ah, uh, maybe I want to return uh, back to uh, to the Balkans? Like, do you do you miss do you miss it? Well, I don't miss it, and the only reason I don't miss it is because I spend a good amount of time there. You know, it's it's a really it's a really good balance for me. You know, so uh, you know I get I, you know I get a good dose of Balkans, and uh, and I get. You know, and then when I'm here, you know, a lot of my students are interested in in, in Balkan music, and and uh, you know, I keep the language. You know, I am I, I'm, I'm very uh, uh, connected with the you know Serbo-Croatian language, and uh, you know, I speak it perfectly. You know, I don't have a, I, I don't speak with an accent like a lot of immigrants do after some years, and. Um, you know, I have friends that I that, that I speak with uh, uh, regularly, and uh, you know, and I feel connected. You know, so so uh, I I don't miss it, but but of course I would miss it very much. You know, but, you know, from the time when I started going and spending at least like uh, about two or three months every year, in 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 mainly in Croatia and in Serbia. Um, you know, ever since then, you know, I felt a, a really good balance in my life. But to answer your first question, yeah, I mean it's you know the things are things are um, things in the world are becoming very you know very uh, difficult you know and and uh, and and also in America you know there is a lot of you know there is a lot of um, everything is politicized there is there is a lot of uh, um, um, conflict between people and 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 a lot of really very superficial sort of divisions of people but it's like that unfortunately in the whole world you know so 
you know, I, I love I love being in California. You know, it's it's a it's a nice place. It's it's relaxed. You know, it's not like New York where where, where things are, are are very you know so, sort of st stressful and 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 so on. Uh, but uh, you know, so I have been thinking recently. You know, hey, you know, I could, you know, maybe I could, maybe it could be the other way around that I spend more of my year in you know in in Serbia and in Croatia. And then I come to California maybe for one or two months, you know, I don't know. You know, it, it will really depend. You know, I would probably retire from my teaching job at, at some point. And at that point, you know, I think I will spend more time there and I will play more, you know, because unfortunately, you know, I had to miss many opportunities to play in, in uh, not only in former Yugoslavia, but in, in the entire Europe uh, uh, and, and even other, other places because you know it's difficult to travel and then to come back and to to teach and to have to make up all of the time and so on so i i like to be here from september to may when 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 i'm teaching and is usually i teach and record maybe travel for a few concerts here and there and then in the summertime is when, when i when i when i'm doing much more live performing mm. yeah i think if you are Performing here in Europe more, I think a lot of people will appreciate it. So, <laughs> I I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I think I think many of us are now rooting for <laughs> for that. Yeah, I I am looking forward to it myself. You know, because I have been I have been thinking you know more and more uh, about uh, about that. So so it might happen. And yeah, I mean, I definitely hope. You know, there is something about not being there so when i'm when i when i come it's like you know it uh, you know it's something you know for the people you know people who are there i think it's much more difficult you know because it's more like normal you know oh yeah there he is again or whatever you know so uh so it's it, you know i'd still like to keep that balance somehow so that so that i don't overdo it in a way you know what i mean yeah i i can totally relate to that feeling how special your homeland becomes when you are uh ex export uh, excluded from it like then right, you see exactly. it differently at least that's what happened to me mm -hmm. yeah and uh i have only a couple of more questions and uh, the first one is before we were talking a bit about the pre-concert routine but what is do you have like a specific let's say morning routine or uh, even if that then goes forward to a practice guitar routine can can you maybe talk a little bit about that yeah yeah no, that's a very good question as a matter of fact i do i do have a routine uh you know i i uh i uh, almost exclusively play improvised music you know not not you know not free improvisation but it's like w w when i play you know i i you know, if you listen to my playing, even like uh, with Vladko or whatever, you'll hear that that you know it's similar, but it's never the same. You know, I'm never playing like the same thing. But from from my classical training, uh, I've I've preserved something that that kind of makes me feel um, gr grounded, and and that's. Exactly, it's like my morning routine. It's something like you know, w w I do that, and then I feel ready for anything. You know, I feel ready if I'm going to play 
maybe some classical music I'm gonna have to play with the chamber or uh, orchestra or, or chamber music or if I'm gonna play some crazy you know f free open improvisation or whatever but but you know I I, I I like to have my my routine and and basically my routine is uh, some technical work and and uh, what I like to do is very simple things you know I don't like to sit down I don't like to play scales I don't like to play anything that is actually um, musical it, it's I'll, I'll explain to you what I mean I just like to, to, to deal with like mechanics of it's just you know warming up the body. So I start with 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 separate hands, thinking in terms of separate hands. So I start with the right hand. I start with the free stroke with the with the tirando, and I just play open strings. You know, in some combinations, you know, I listen. You know, I do it slowly. It's just a warm up. I, I get it in into the sound of, of of the instrument, you know, you know how it is. Your nails are always a little bit different, so you know you just do see if you need to adjust your nails. See how your guitar is sounding on that day, or maybe you know I have several guitars, you know, because when I build guitars, I like to to play them. So you know maybe or, to, or maybe today I'll play this one, do that, do uh, uh, and 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 it's all on open strings, okay, and then. Then I do some exercises with with the left hand that I learned a long time ago from from Dusan Bogdanovich, which are, which are they're actually based from 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 cellists, uh, and and they are for for uh, horizontal movement, like uh, like this. Uh. <laughs> You know, working with with the transferring weight from one finger to to another, doing horizontal m m movement and you know and be be relaxed. So just concentrating on the body. It's kind of like a yoga com com combination with 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 the uh, 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 with with the instrument. Uh, then I do some, some also some other exercises with you know for the left hand just to just just to 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 uh, warm it up a little bit. Then I go back to the right hand and I do some apoyando, some some rest stroke exercises, and I do some I use some exercises from the book of my friend. Uh, maybe you know it. It's it's called the pumping nylon. It's from Scott Tennant. I don't know if you know that book. It's I very know, good. Uh, it's a very good technical book. And he, he, you know, we are generation. So he studied in a different school, but we've known each other since we were like uh, teenagers. Um, very fine, very fine guitar player, very and, and uh, amazing technique. Uh, and then, then I do, then I do some rasgueados, you know, because I do, you know, I, I use a lot of flamenco techniques, and I do rasgueados. So that's the first time that I'm when I'm actually. Playing something that's that's you know maybe I will uh, I will also improvise something do, do some of the some of the the harmonic uh, uh, you know changes that are common in flamenco but you know basically improvise and and, and just spend maybe ten or fifteen minutes in in, in going through different rasgados and some of the s s s uh, special flamenco techniques uh, and uh, and you know. I, then I will do some exercises for the left hand for hammer-ons and pull-offs. Also, 
abstract, no, no, no music, no scales. I don't like to play scales because you play, you keep playing scales, you know, then like that, then your playing starts sounding like that. So when I finish that, then, then I have, then, then I have a, a section when I'm actually playing some music that, that is kind of technically defined. Uh, and, and so I play etudes, basically, you know, I still go from, from the classical, so I usually will play uh, some of the Sor, some of the Carcassi, uh, Villa Lobos, you know, do about 10 pieces. And so sometimes I'll rotate that, you know, so now I'm going, I'm doing the Sor again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the Sor studies, sometimes I'll do uh, other Villa Lobos, maybe I do Brouwer. Uh, other times, you know, maybe I will read or something, but so so once I finish this this part that is completely technical, just purely purely technical, then I'll then you know I'll start playing music, you know, and then from that point, it's like you know whatever happens, you know, you know another thing that I really like to do is I, I just like to practice grooves, you know, just you know maybe I'll put on a metronome, or maybe I'll put on like a Steve Gadd, uh, uh, a drum loop or something like this, and just play like for 15, 20 minutes, half hour, just like play one thing over and over again. Because um, I really, really enjoy that. And it's like it, it, it tunes me in to time, you know, working with time, you know, exactly where you are, exactly where it is, relaxing, you know, physical and mental uh, you know, go, going into time. I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the, yeah. you know, that's, uh, so the thing, the thing that's, that, that it really helps me, let's say if I, you know, if I'm playing, you know, if I fly somewhere, you know, and, and it's, uh, I, I played recently in, in China, you know, so it's like, it's a big time difference, you know, it's like big, you know, it's like, uh, you know, whatever 16 hour time difference so you're like and so you arrive and then let's say the next day uh, next night you have a concert you know so in the morning when i when i get up wherever i am if i play this you know it's about 45 minutes to one hour you know i feel okay you know now i'm he i'm here i don't know where i am but i'm i'm, a, I'm landed so i i feel like i can um i can uh, uh play even under circumstances that are that are pretty difficult Wow. Yeah, I cannot imagine how it feels to have a time difference of 16 hours and the jet lag. I did six hours and that was like, whew, it was, <laughs> I, I barely uh, came to my senses when, when I was, um, when I was there. And, um, <clears throat> oh, I've played, I mean, I've, I've, I've had concerts where I've, like a nine hour time difference you fly for 12 hours they pick you up at the airport they drive you for three hours on stage they put you on stage in a festival and and then you play you know it's like it's it's a kind of like a sur you, you're in a surreal space you know but it's like you know you get through that so um yeah you know that's comes back to that earlier thing that we were talking about it's like you know circumstances that could like make you really stressed stressed out and and really nervous if you think of it it's like this is just like you know it's like 
some you were like in a in a different world, you know, and just you know enjoy it. Really, it's like circus, you know. It's like you're like it, it, it's some some other kind of space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I see you as a, such a a just a wise uh, human being, and I'm curious. Would you be willing to share, for example, something that uh, a struggle that you recently overcame or something that you're dealing with and that um, how are you, your methods of coping with it? Do you have something maybe? Well, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I, I know a lot, a lot of people, uh, you know see me as like a mentor and, and rely on me but you know and, and 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 often people will have a sense of a person like that as like you know they got everything figured out you know but it's not like that at all you know and you're going through the same you know through the through the same kind of struggles and and uh, you know and doubts and and uh, you know one one thing that um that that I was sort of gifted with is you know I don't have a need to to be the best you know I've never had that you know I've never had this thing of like to compare myself to other people and I think that uh, a lot of problems that people have, you know, and I see it in students and I see it also in, in, in you know, in, in musicians, even great musicians, is, you know, this, this thing of comparing yourself to somebody else. Um, because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not it's not really that constructive you know it, it you know it can really be useful you know i'm not saying that it you should be like living in some kind of vacuum but i think you know uh, uh comparing yourself to somebody or or striving for for some goal that, that that you have sort of constructed that might not be realistic or you know this idea of like you have to push yourself um you know you always have to be like going for the next step it's like yeah, you know, it sounds good, but 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 it really depends on how how you use that, you know. And a lot of people um, are very unhappy because they always feel like the, you know, like they're always after something after something else. And uh, and and so the way that I think about it is like, you know, wherever you are, a year before. You, you were fantasizing about being in that place. So you are now in that place. So if you think about it that way, then you realize just the fact that you know, I mean, you know, you pick up the guitar and you can play something, anything. It's like you're already some, you're already somewhere. And, and so, uh, you know, finding a balance between always moving forward but also always being happy with where you are and, and realizing you you know you're you you you're already better than you were before mm -hmm. i i think that that's really important you know and there's another thing 
that I find with with, uh, 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 with a lot of young people and, and with a lot of my students is this idea, you know, people say with pride, they say, you know, I'm a perfectionist. It's like, uh, and so I tell them, so, you know, being a perfectionist is really detrimental because it's going to make you unhappy always because there is no perfection. I mean, what is perfection? You know, perfection is... The, the, the way that things exactly are, this is how they are, you know, and and so, uh, the, you know, this idea of of of, of uh, um, all, all, you know always pushing yourself into into something that that is that is uh, eluding you um, can can be really discouraging, you know, and you can use you can lose the joy of doing uh, of, of 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 doing what you're doing. It's like. I mean, what are we doing? You know, it's like, you know, it's like when people, you know, it's like, let's say you're, you're on a plane and somebody is sitting next to you that you've never been. And, and it's like, you know, you start a, a conversation, you know, and it's like, you, hey, blah, blah, where are you going? But, you know, you know, you know, what do you do? You know, and I say, I play guitar. It's like, it's the most amazing thing you can say, you know? So just enjoy it i mean it's a it's a really really important thing even if you know maybe you're not maybe you're maybe you're maybe you can make a living playing guitar maybe maybe you have to have some other work as well but it doesn't matter you know it's 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 uh it's really important to enjoy what we do mm. um so i hope that that answers your question a, a little bit you know the, the, so you know i sound you know like I'm very wise, you know, but I can, you know, I have to say this to myself also because it's, I don't always feel like that. But I think that that's really, really important, uh, and I think that 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 will help a lot of people uh, who who are sort of struggling every day, you know, with with you know the the you know dilemmas, you know, how good am I, and and you know, and and well, this person is whatever, you know, how old, you know, I'm already so. I mean. I have a student, you know, who is like 21 years old, you know, and, and he says, you know, you know, I have, you know, what have I done with my life? It's like, dude, man, you're just starting, you know what I mean? You know, but but people are really serious, you yeah. know, and I have to take that seriously because yeah. because it's real for them, you know. So I can't just laugh and I say, man, you know, I, I you know, I didn't know anything when I was 21, you know, and now I'm your teacher, you know what I mean? So. Uh, you know, I think I think that's where the that, that's where the core of the matter is. You know, with with uh, you know with with struggles, and then sometimes you know sometimes it's just going to be hard, man. You know, it's like I mean I've been you know in in you know I had times when it's for whatever reason you know it's like a, a, you know some kind of per, you know personal loss or or um, um, you know any you know any, any any sort of thing when you just you know. There's no wisdom except you just have to get through it. You know, you just have to get through it, and uh, and usually we do. You know. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you for this uh, this answer. Um, I have uh, one more question. Uh, like, is there a saying or a quote? Did you keep coming back to like that 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 appears um uh often you mentioned a couple before but is there a specific one that you are saying to yourself when at difficult times or something 
well, you know, I mean, it's uh, it, like everything else that I said. You know, it's, you, you know, it always depends on on the situation. But I have a. Um, I, I I remember this story that that uh, that my father told me. We had. Uh, you know, when, when, when we were kids, we had the really great doctor, you know, for, for, who, who was a, a pediatrician, a, a children's doctor, who was also a friend of the family. Like a wise, this is like the wise man for me, like when I remember, you know, this is, and, and even when we were grown up and, and even for my parents, although he was like their house friend, you know, but he was always, you know, the, the wise, you know, somebody that you really relied on. And especially when it came to... Um, when it came to any kind of like physical, like you're not feeling so well or whatever. And uh, and so my father, I don't know, I think maybe he was having some some problems with, with the, you know, some kind of a health problem, but that basically was not something that you can fix. You know, maybe it had to do may, maybe with age or just like with some kind of genetic thing. You know, it wasn't something, it wasn't like a terrible disease, but it was just a... Uh, um, you know, you know, something like, oh, you know, I have, you know, I'm like, a, you know, my, whatever, my, my back aches or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but, but I remember, you know, he was asking him, he was asking the doctor, he says, you know, when I'm feeling like, you know, you know, when my head is like a little bit like foggy and stuff like that, you know, and it's, you know, what should I do? And, and he said, stand it. In our language, it's terpy, terpy. It's like just, you know, it will go away. It's like, it's just, you know, some things you can't do anything about and just just deal with the fact that it's there and, and you try to, you know, to, to, to basically have a, like a relationship with it, you know. This is one thing that I that I quote often, you know, from this uh, um, Billie Holiday sang this song uh, called uh, uh, "Good Morning Blues." Is that what it's called? Well, the the line is "Good Morning Blues, sit down." Like, okay, you're here, so you know, let's deal with it. You know, so I guess you know those are those are similar quotes. That those are the ones that come to mind right now. Yeah. But I like you know. You know, I like poetry, and 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 I remember a lot of lyrics. So so, I'll always remember. Uh, uh, you know, I'll always remember uh, things uh, in, depending on the situation. You know, uh, I like Bob Dylan, for example. I like his lyrics. You know, so so I'll I'll quote him uh, to my friends or to myself self often. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Don't follow leaders. Watch the parking meters. That's a great <laughs> line from him. Wow. Hey, uh, thank you, thank you so much. And um, uh, where can people uh, find out about your next concerts or what you are currently busy with or um, where? Well, you know, I'm. I'm. I, I try to be pretty good about about it you know i'm not one of the you know i'm not i'm not on instagram for example you know i'm not on these 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 uh kind of networks where 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 i'm updating on uh, uh, on 
people are every day, you know, because I really, you know, I don't have that kind of ego to think that anybody is interested in what I'm doing every day, you know, for sure. Um, but uh, I do have, I do have a, 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 a Facebook page, you know, where, you know, I am, I am, I, I usually post things uh, uh, with, you know, with a little bit of time in advance, and it, and it's, uh, I think it's called Miroslav Tadic official. Mm. You know, I ha I have like a private page, but it's not, you know, I I don't really use it. I only have a private page so that I can have this like a musician's page. I also have a very good website. It's miroslavtadic.com. Um, that is maintained by a friend of mine, and, and he's usually good at, at, at putting things up. Um, I usually don't like to announce things un until I'm sure of them, you know, there's already many concerts for the summer, but, you know, I, until you know that it's happening, you know, I, I don't like to, to announce it too much. But, um, and also, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not like some super famous person that, 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 uh, that is being... Uh, you know, haunted by people all the time, you know, my, you know, my email is public, you know, you, you can contact me from my website if somebody is interested in something, uh, you know, I have people who are interested in my pieces or, or, or uh, you know, that, that, that send me a note and, and I usually, you know, I don't have like hundreds of these things, so, so I usually have time to answer and, uh, and uh, to, you know, to give them information. So, yeah, you know, I think there's, you know, I think there's pretty sufficient information out there. You know, there's a lot of, you know, I've done, a lot, I have so many, I, there's so many things now, you know, that, that I've done, you know, that, that it's like, it's pretty easy if you just start. I mean, on YouTube, if I go, I mean, I, ha I haven't seen half of the things of, of, of mine on YouTube. I mean, people put all kinds of things that I want and that I don't want, you know, but what can you do? You know, I, I just don't have time for that. But if anybody's actually interested if you spend a little bit of time, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of good representative stuff, you know, the the, the videos of solo and the different projects and things like that. And yeah. my website is very informative, you know, it's like it has the discography and it has a lot of samples and things like that, more than anybody will want to know. Yeah, I can confirm that your web page is really well uh, well uh, constructed, I would say. With uh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah that's you also. Know, I think you know, I'm from that generation when that was, you know, that was, that was where you get the info. And, and, you know, if, if, you know, on Instagram, you can get these little bits and snippets, but if you are interested in some real information, it's still on the websites, you know, of, of everybody, I think, you know, it's like, this is where, you know, if you're really interested, you know, this is where you'll find some information. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, for your, uh, energy and, um, yeah, I really thank you from the depths of my heart that you shared all these information and personal insights and stories uh, with me and us, uh, everybody listening and watching. And uh, thank you, Miroslav Tadic. And uh, yeah, I wish you a good night. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be very happy if you know if anybody has some benefit from this. And. Uh, Hopefully I'll hopefully I'll see you. I'll be. Do you? Where do you live? I now moved back to uh, Slovenia. I lived in the Netherlands, but uh -huh. for a couple of months now I've been living uh, in Slovenia. I had that calling that I have to, I have to uh, return. So I listened to it. Good. But, which which town do you live in? Uh, it's close to Maribor. 
It's close uh-huh. to Mirbur. Yeah. The last time we met on in Ptui, uh, I came uh, by after the the concert with you were playing with Vlatko and uh, with uh, Teodosi. Yeah. yeah. With that one, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a strange one. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I know I'm playing in Ljubljana this in 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 uh, June. In June. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, there may be some more Slovenian gigs, you know. So maybe, you know, you know, please, you know, if if uh, if you're there, come and you know, say hi. It would be great. Now, I'll, now I will remember you, you know, because yeah. in Ptui I, I didn't know you. So of course, this, yeah, yeah, this will be good. Yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to see you again and to to have a chat in in person and in real life. Me yeah. too. Cool. Okay, take care. Thank you and so much. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully see you soon. If these topics are relevant to you, or if they happen to inspire or help you in any way, please do me a favor and take a few seconds to follow and rate this podcast. By doing so, you will directly help it grow. And if while listening to this episode, you realize that any of your friends might benefit from it, share it through your socials or with them directly. I'm your host, Mikhail Hrustil. Thank you for listening. And until next time, I wish you a sound mind.